0: Hi, this is Jessica James, one of the producers at the Mindset Digital podcast. Today's episode is all about emojis, and in it, we end up discussing how some emojis are used to represent various body parts. And sometimes we call those parts by their names. It's pretty tame, but if you have a room full of teenagers, they're going to be snickering, and we thought we should give you a heads up. All right, let's get started. Here's Pete.
1: Hey, Wiener, this is Pete. Hey, Pete. Hey, I'm in the um, recording studio, and and we're recording for the podcast, and Val asked me, is the plural of emoji, emoji, or emojis? I
2: think, I think emojis.
1: Emojis? You know how, like, people say the plural of Elvis is Elvi? Like, I thought it would be like that.
2: So, some publications do use emojis?
1: All right, Wiener says emojis. (laughs) Okay,
0: Okay. emojis. (laughs) Shall we begin? Welcome to the Mindset Digital Podcast. Insights from the intersection of social media, learning, and technology. We're all about emojis in this episode. Yeah, we are. Secret meanings, new releases, and making your very own. Plus, a new intern attempts to find something on the internet that makes creative director Pete Brown laugh. Will she succeed? Or will we have another awkward silence in what's supposed to be the show's big finish? And speaking of awkward, here's Pete.
1: What? (laughs) I can't even.
0: I just read the script, Pete. All
1: right. So I got my first email address in 1993. I was in graduate school at uh, Kansas State. Go Wildcats. And I, rem- I remember when I got it, you know, first you're like, okay, who do I know that has an email address so I could send some email to? One of my colleagues in the English department, I remember he would send me email on occasion and his email always had a colon and then a right parenthesis. And, and finally, after exchanging a few emails, I remember I, I asked him, I'm like, why do you put this w- in all your email? What is this thing that you're putting in all your email? And I remember his response. He said, take your left ear and place it on your left shoulder and look at it. And I did that, and I saw, oh, it's a smiley face. And that was my first introduction to emoticons, which was how we did emoji back in the day. And I remember thinking at the time, and to be clear, as a graduate, you know, I was getting my graduate degree in creative writing, and I remember thinking, well, if you need this little symbol to provide emotional context to what you're writing, then your writing isn't good enough right? Because that's the kind of graduate student I was. I had this big, huge beard and I had these um, kind of red-rimmed glasses. It's kind of embarrassing now that I think about it. But I still privileged text at that point in my life. And to be honest, I think society still privileged text. But the idea of, of creating something visual, even using your character keys on the keyboard to provide emotional context was an interesting one, right? And here at Mindset Digital, we're always talking about the power of the visual and how much more quickly our brains can process a visual image as opposed to text. And so here in the fullness of time, I no longer think that using a, an emoji or an emoticon to provide some context to something you've written is a sign of lazy writing. I instead think it's an important tool in clear communications. And I found, you know, that I really like using them. I, I, I don't Right. Send clients an email with 15 emoji in it. Frequently, if somebody that I work with here sends me an email and they need a yes or a no, I'll often reply with just a thumbs up emoji. A lot of a lot of that communication is happening by text now. And it used to be, you know, again, back in the day uh, when people who work for me would send me an email and they'd need an answer. I would often reply yes or no. And that would be it. And came to understand that, that that sort of curtness is upsetting to people. Even though it's what they need. Now, to me, if I'm replying yes or no, it means that you've done a great job of serving up the question to me. And I, my response can be that simple. If I have to write a longer, more nuanced response, it's because the content hasn't really been broken down in a way that it's gotten me to a yes or no moment. And plenty of times that's just how it's going to be. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. But I am saying that, you know, a good hallmark of clear communication is that I can respond that simply. Well, I don't want to say how many. Uh, People I've worked with that I've broken down to tears, you know, over over the years. But let's just say you need more than your fingers and your toes to count them. But I have found that if I'm responding with a thumbs up instead of a yes, that seems to be fine. And now it seems like we're seeing emoji everywhere. Well, back in episode two of the podcast about Snapchat, I got into a, a little bit of a tangential discussion with Wiener about the eggplant emoji which I had put in a snap uh, somewhat by accident, and I couldn't figure out how to get it off there. And I did not know that it had a secret meaning for um, the male genitalia. And so in that episode, Wiener was explaining to me what I, what I should and shouldn't do, and I had asked him you know, if he could sort of create a one-sheet or offline update me on these other secret meanings of emoji. And since the last episode, a whole new set of emojis been released. So Briavel going to update me on what's in there and how I might make use of them. And I would say it just seems like you are now seeing emoji everywhere, right? I mean, I was watching television this week and there was a commercial for a pickup truck and there was a focus group there looking at the pickup truck. And as they told them features, they were supposed to respond with emoji. Now, I mean, this is a total BS commercial setup. Which I hate, but what struck me was how much money this particular car company was putting into essentially trying to visually associate those smiley emoji with their with their vehicle. And then I caught a bit of Jimmy Kimmel just last night talking about this new emoji set that is going to update me on, and immediately he started with, "We have more options than the eggplant now." This is kind of interesting. There's a new study done at the University of Minnesota where they found that people often have very in, different interpretations of what emojis mean. The study found that uh, 25% of the time people did not agree on whether an emoji was positive, neutral, or negative. So in other words, the universal language they call
2: emojis the universal language isn't
1: Really Mike, the tool man, Taylor's is, is back and he's got a tool that I've used and I've used a lot and I really enjoy using and I'm excited to share with him. I am going to tell you what it is. And then Danica, the fast working intern is stopping in with something on the internet guaranteed to make you laugh. Now, those of you who listen to the podcast know uh, in episode four, uh, we had Emma, the soft spoken intern, and she came in with something to make me laugh and it did not make me laugh and we had a bit of an awkward finish to the show. So this time we bring in Danica, the fast-working intern, and I don't mean to imply that Emma the soft-spoken intern also didn't work fast. They both are super bright interns that work super fast. We'll see how it goes. All right, let's get to it. Picking up with my interview with Wiener about more secret meanings of emoji. Enjoy. Okay, so I want to pivot. I want to talk about emojis now. Okay. Okay. So uh, again, in episode two, you were you were sort of giving me the inside scoop on the eggplant emoji and why it was yes. inappropriate for me to use it at work. Uh, highly. And then uh, in that episode, uh, I asked you, I said, are there more that I need to know about? And then um, we said we talked about it offline. And <laughs> immediately after we recorded, you said the peach mm-hmm. is something I should not be using either, right? Because yeah. it represents somebody's somebody's backside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then... I thought I'd have you give me more, but then I thought, you know what? I know how to use the Google. Why don't I do the research and (laughs) then give you a little quiz? Okay. Okay, So this is a quiz on the secret double meanings of emoji. Okay. And uh, before I get into it, I want to tell you that. So I was searching and there are, you know, articles like blog posts. This is good blog post fodder, Mm -hmm. top 10 secret meanings. But I found a site called Emojipedia and I thought this is going to be awesome. Every emoji ever but it only gives you their literal meaning and not their (laughs) double meaning. And I realized that there's this vacuum in the world for urban (laughs) (laughs) emojipedias. So if we're going to work on that in our spare time, I I I think that'd be great. (laughs) Uh, Now, some of these, um, some of these, I'm going to tell you what the emoji is. Okay. And you tell me either how you know it's being used or if you know what it might mean in its double secret meaning. Uh, And some of them, We are using in one way, but their actual literal meaning is something quite different. Hmm. And and I think that that's less compelling content, right? Because (laughs) it just means we're all misinterpreting it. But we're not Mm going to all go, "Hey, we're all wrong." Mm
2: So okay, Uh, the goat, the goat. I, it is it used. In like the greatest of all time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very, very popular. One for one, Wiener. That's nice. Very popular
1: with athletes,
2: right? Okay. See, I was going to say, I don't actually see that one a lot, but then I also don't follow a lot of the sports. So that that makes sense. Yeah. But sometimes like
1: when you finish a really good LinkedIn makeover for a client, (laughs) you should just get that goat emoji. I am the greatest of all time in LinkedIn makeovers. (laughs) That's really good. Uh, Okay. So we have uh, the crazy ghost. And it's kind of like a ghost, and it's sticking out its tongue and holding up its arms. Huh. I have to admit, I'm not entirely confident on the source material on this one. (laughs) I I don't know any... uh, No, I don't know. Okay. According to a questionable source that I don't even know I can link to in the show notes. In fact... I, got, I better go talk to the bosses and let them know I was researching this because they're going to wonder what the hell was going on on my computer. The crazy ghost uh, means you nasty.
2: Oh, huh, okay.
1: Did you know that? I did not know yeah, that. I, I have never had a chance to use that. How about a syringe? The, um, I I don't know any non-drug reasons for it. Uh, the syringe is actually being used to represent tattoo. Because there are no tattoo type emojis and a lot of tattoo artists, uh, you know, apparently now you like post something on Instagram and then you kind of have a bunch of emojis under it that are kind of representing that picture. Mm -hmm. So so that was a good one and it was uh, family friendly, which was great. (laughs) Okay. uh, The dash emoji. And when I say dash, I mean, it kind of looks like a cloud, like when a cartoon character runs away and there's a cloud behind them. (laughs)
2: Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, it, is it not fart related? It's not. Oh, no, I've, been, I've been using that one wrong. That's the exactly how time. I've been using it as well,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. So, apparently, this is also uh, being used to mean vaping. Oh, if like you want to go vape somewhere,
2: <laughs> it, but like, isn't the advantage of
1: vaping that you can do it anywhere? Why, why I don't why know. I need, why would I need to go meet someone to vape? I, I have no idea. Okay. But that's what it means. Mm. Okay, so just a couple more here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Doing horribly with these. That's okay. But now these are ones which I, I don't expect you to get because it's like, I'll tell you the emoji and how we're using it, and then I'm going to reveal the original cultural interpretation. So the stop hands, like they, you might like two hands where you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Also being used by people like Red Bull a lot for some reason. Get mm. your wings.
2: Oh, okay. There was a different an original? Different, yeah. In Japan,
1: uh, this means hug. Oh. Yep. Oh. Uh, the, there's an emoji that we use to mean I'm sick. And it's kind of like mm. a face with closed eyes and like a big sweat
2: thing yeah. coming off it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that is actually originally supposed to mean I'm in a high pressure situation. <laughs> Much like this interview. Uh, so it's
2: the, the flop sweat
1: emoji. And right. <laughs> this last one I think you might be able to get. So... Uh, what we what we call the shooting star emoji? There's a different uh, no I don't. It means I'm dizzy.
2: Huh? But oh, most people okay. just use it. Uh, yeah, according, like according to yeah.
1: Emojipedia, to dress up their
2: other emoji. Yeah, I I, that's, you know, I always thought it was it's like a little bit of flair. Yeah, some extra fireworks going. So.
1: Huh. All right, Wiener. Well, was, very good. It was good getting a chance to talk to you. I, yeah. It, this was super easy. I think. I don't know why we had to reschedule it this four was, times. <laughs>
2: this was fun.
1: All right. Thanks for coming in. All right, Pete.
2: Tool time.
1: Okay, Mike, the tool man Taylor is back in the studio. Mike, it's always good to see you. Hey, Pete, good to see you too. I know it's summertime now. We're all trying to spend as little time in the office as possible.
2: <laughs> right on. <laughs> so I appreciate you coming
1: in for this. Um, you know, this episode's all about emoji as a form of visual communication. I know the tool that we're going to talk about, but I'm going to let you just tee it up
2: for us. Yeah, Bitmoji. Fun. Awesome. Good stuff.
1: Okay. And what is Bitmoji?
2: So Bitmoji is a keyboard you can install. There's a Chrome plugin for it as well for your browser that uh, lets you build your own emoji that looks like yourself.
1: That's right. And so you, uh, when you install this, go through like a little setup process, basically. Right.
2: And apparently if you're married, your wife has to be involved in that process to make sure you get it right.
1: That's right. We have that in (laughs) common, right? So you walk through and you're picking the shape of your head and your hair and all these things. I did it. And I showed it to my wife and he goes, it doesn't look like you at all. And you <laughs> yes. have the same experience. Right? I didn't
2: get all the way through. My yeah. wife saw as I was doing it and she said, no, 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 that's wrong. So Yeah.
1: So, but I think uh, what we both en- ended up with look, looks quite a bit like us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Totally agree. Although my wife did, she chose like my my mid nineties rock and roll hair, Pete. So I think <laughs> I'm like, do you miss that guy? And I'm like, I could grow that hair back, but it will be all gray and it's not as curly. And you know, we have a lot of financial services clients right who are not hip to that look. So, right. And so now that I've gone through and I, and I've said, this is what I look like. It creates all these different emoji dynamically.
2: Right. Scenario. So, you know, good, bad, happy, sad, all this stuff, but featuring sort of you in the middle of it. And then
1: if I am like texting someone, how do I get to it?
2: So, uh, I have it on iPhone and it's just another keyboard. Yeah. So, as you pull up your normal keyboard, if you know how to, to toggle between different keyboards, it gives you a new one. And in place of letters and numbers, you get these Bitmoji characters.
1: Okay. And then, uh, did you say there was a plugin for Chrome? Too? There
2: is a browser plugin for Chrome. So, if you want to put it in your Gmails or other places, uh, it works the same way in a, in a web browser. So, that's where you, you click
1: the Bitmoji button. And it brings up all the things and you can, do you just copy and paste at that point?
2: Yep. Copy and paste the same set of uh, ones that you have on mobile.
1: Okay. So tell me about a couple of times you've sent a a Mike Taylor Bitmoji as as a reply.
2: I mean, a lot of times I just use it by itself. Mm -hmm. It's a richer expression, I think. Right. So sometimes somebody does something good or bad or unbelievable, you know, there are emojis in there that will just, that's all you need and they stand alone. But I used, you know, when
1: I was in graduate school, I used to have this rule that you would only get nine exclamation points for your entire life. <laughs> right. And that, so, so I you would, violate that rule. Right. And, yeah. and you would only, so if you were going to use one, you're using one of your nine and yeah. that's it because of it. And, and I've had to let go of that because people use them all the time. Right on. I've seen some of my clients <clears throat> are very exclamation point heavy. Sure. Sometimes somebody like, well, you get good news and you want to say, Hey, way to go. Right. And right. so whenever I type that, I'm like, man, I cannot pull this off. They know that I, you know, you know what I mean? Yep, right. If I send a little picture of me holding up a number one finger, it's great. It's very different. It lets them know that I'm happy for them. And I don't feel like I'm somehow being disingenuous by just typing way to go.
2: Absolutely. Exclamation point, Absolutely. You know? Totally totally agree. So so
1: I'll tell you about the, the time I used Bitmoji at work that has been my favorite time. And it was, as you know, sometimes you have projects where uh, you've got to get something approved from higher up and it sure. might get stuck there and somebody else is waiting on it. And they're like, hey, where is this <laughs> proposal? And I had to write back and say, well, I'm still waiting on it to come come back down the line. And then I just sent the, the Bitmoji of me that says the struggle is
2: real. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and it's like it,
1: it kind of diffuses even the tension from that
2: situation.
1: Um, Bitmoji is a free app, is that right?
2: Free app, paid upgrades if you want you know, different outfits or different costumes clothes, yeah. and it's always updated too. I think every Friday yeah. weekly, there are updates with new Yeah. Like if a big
1: movie comes out, suddenly you have like a Captain America version. Of absolutely. It yeah. Right. I've not, uh, I've not used many of those. I like, I have like my go-to four or five that I use.
2: Right. Right. So. Me too. Same way.
1: Very good. Mike, anything else on, on Bitmoji?
2: No, that's it. Check it out. And uh, if, if you're married, your wife is going to be involved. Just be forewarned. Yeah, I feel like in the show notes, I'm going to put some images of like, <laughs> here's
1: me as I saw myself and yes. here's how my
2: wife saw myself. It's the Brad Pitt version right. of me, and my wife's version.
1: And let people, and, and I'm sure she was right, right?
2: Because Right. Yeah. Totally. People tell me that. Both of ours yeah. are accurate. Yeah.
1: It's popular here at the office, so most of us are using it. Because mm-hmm. right? right. I, I thought maybe I should find someone here who doesn't know about it and have them do this segment, and I was unable to do that.
2: Right. And I think that speaks to its usefulness and, and you know, in addition to yeah. it being popular, I think it's uh, handy.
1: I should, I should ask that accountant guy that we have. <laughs> I bet he's not using it. But I have not seen one where I'm like, who's that? Like I think whatever programming they've put in to figure out what features to offer – it's pretty easy to get pretty close to your likeness.
2: Yeah, right. I mean, there could be some e-learning character building lessons out of that, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure.
1: Okay. Mike, the Toolman Taylor, glad to have you back.
2: Always great. And uh, I know you're
1: going to play a big role in our next episode. So I'm looking forward to that.
2: Looking too. forward to it. All right. Good times. Thanks, Pete.
1: Is that all you got? <laughs> Let's begin now. All right. Briavel is back in the studio. So here, here's what's interesting, Bria. This was going to be a mini episode, right? We were just going to we're gonna take the, the fun interview with Wiener from the last episode that got cut and roll it up and, and push it out there. And as has happened, every time we've planned a mini episode, there's been other news related to the subject and it becomes its own episode. And that news is there's new emoji that are, are there or are on the way?
0: They are on the way, so what has happened is that Unicode is the, the governing body who decides what emojis wind up on your phone, whether you have an iPhone or an Android or whatever your communication so, device is. So
1: some sort of organization uh,
0: right? called
1: it's Unicode. Unicode. And they get to choose the emoji. Right. How do I get on that
0: Um board? You, Don't
1: you think they like fly private jets to like a secret volcano island?
0: You know, there has been some controversy recently because they wanted to, a, a rifle emoji was proposed. Mm-hmm. And so all the politics of gun control spilled sure. over Interesting. into that.
1: And so is there a rifle in this new set?
0: No, not in this new one. Okay. So yeah. when,
1: when is this going to roll out?
0: So the set of emojis is being released today when we're recording this, June 21st. Really? Yes. Nice. But it won't hit your iPhone or Android until iPhone and Android decide that it will. Okay. So the the emojis have been released to, like, for instance, they've been released to Google mm-hmm. and to Apple. Yeah. But Google and Apple get to decide sure. when they'll roll them out yeah. to your phone.
1: So what do we got?
0: So, and we'll include a, a link in the show notes so people can take a look, but some very exciting new emojis. We have a bacon emoji. That's nice. Long awaited. There's also. What?
1: Why is that long? I mean, have people been clamoring for
0: it? Well, I'm a vegetarian, but still, I understand the appeal of bacon. Mm -hmm. Like everyone loves bacon.
1: Sure. Yeah. And bacon makes everything better. It does. I can't imagine a case in which I would use it, but just knowing that it's there, I think, makes the whole idea of emoji better for me.
0: I think it does, too. Okay. Like, I eat fake bacon. Bacon? uh, Bacon, exactly. It's pretty good. Okay. Tastes like a potato chip.
1: Did I know that you're a vegetarian? Have you always been a vegetarian? I've
0: always been a vegetarian, yeah.
1: Huh. Huh. But you're new here, so it's not like...
0: (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) So, we also have pancakes.
1: There's a pancake emoji. Yes. Where is it? I'm looking at this.
0: That's um. Do you oh, see? Oh,
1: so like on a plate with syrup. Right. Mm, correct. It looks tasty.
0: It does. They've, you know, the food emoji on here are they're they're quite quite delicious looking. There's also a stuffed pita bread emoji there down at the bottom. I see that. Yeah. Uh, whiskey on the rocks.
1: Uh huh. Is um, that um, peanuts? There. That's a, yep peanuts. And an egg and like a ham, a jam bowl.
0: is that no that's a kiwi oh
1: that's a kiwi i see
0: it's just hard to tell on this printout i see yeah
1: do you not know how to
0: print things in color (laughs) no i do i just hit the print button really fast before running in here
1: so what are people talking about
0: about this set what are they excited for well because as of recording people haven't started to use them yet right um, but it looks like the the bacon is definitely the most popular one so far that people are talking about, but also this face palm one.
1: Yeah, it's like a lady face palming herself. Uh,
0: yeah, uh-huh.
1: And then uh, there's another version of her, kind of like, I think those are called Say What Arms. Like if you play Just Dance on the Xbox, you're like, yeah.
0: what? What? Yeah, yeah. The technical name is, I think, Shrugging? Shrugging. I think shrugging. Yeah, Okay. she's shrugging there.
1: Okay, and a lot of food in this one,
0: a lot of food i'm seeing
1: a lot of animals too a gorilla
0: yes shark rhino um fox bat the bat looks really cool i'm excited for the bat
1: and then there's an arm holding a phone is that supposed to be a selfie that
0: is selfie i thought it was a credit card but no you're right it's a phone
1: the same my wife sends me a picture and i want to say nice selfie i could be like Thumbs up emoji, selfie emoji.
0: Right. Gotcha.
1: Now, one of these faces has a giant nose.
0: Lying face.
1: Okay, so it's like the Pinocchio thing it's picking up on?
0: Correct, yeah.
1: Okay. When you look at these emoji, Mm -hmm. do you see any that you think are going to end up meaning something different? Yes. Okay.
0: All the food ones. Sure. (laughs) I mean, they can also be used for food. That's right.
1: Actually, Jimmy Kimmel made a joke kind of about... These that I play a little bit of in in the intro to the episode, so we know we know what cucumber and baguettes. and so Unicode though we're very ethnocentric here in the U.S., but they are really thinking like worldwide,
0: right? right? And it's interesting, too, I found on the Unicode website, which is unimpressive looking, considering how much reach and influence they have over all of our lives. But I still want to get on this committee. (laughs) Well, they have a proposed they have official emoji candidates. Official emoji candidates, not actually, they're not in this release of the 72, but let's see. Uh, face with eyebrow raised, mm-hmm. dumpling, like a pot sticker, mm-hmm. fortune cookie, mm-hmm. takeout box. That looks awesome. Yeah. Chopsticks. Yeah. A sled and a curling stone for, you know, curling. Curling
1: like that sport where you- With the mop. On the ice, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: I think it's a broom. Okay, it's a broom. It's okay.
1: <laughs> That's the most- intense sports conversation I've ever had with you. <laughs> uh, can you, looking at these, guess the two emoji that I would use in conjunction with each other on a regular basis?
0: Hmm. Ooh, okay. I'm going to guess the boxing glove and um, and, and I'm going to go for the eagle.
1: Boxing glove eagle. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm just going to, hey, everyone. <laughs> boxing glove evil, eagle today. Yeah. Punch and fly your way to greatness.
0: <laughs> right. That seems like the motivational speech. I, you I get give.
1: that this was not a well-formed question, so I shouldn't have set you up like that. <laughs> and you shouldn't be expected to know this. But here's what I'm most excited about in the emoji set. Yeah. There's a left-facing fist and a right-facing fist.
0: I was close.
1: Right, and so you put those two together, and you've got
0: oh, a fist bump. Exactly. Oh. Right. So now
1: there is like the fist bump. Now you t- it's like a forward view on a fist. Yeah. But I never, you know, there's subtlety involved. And so, is somebody trying to fist bump me, or are they saying they're going to punch me in the face? Right. Right. And right. As you know with me, it's always one or the other. There's right. rarely a middle ground. Right but these two in conjunction i think very clearly say hey let's let's punch it in right that's let's, let's fist pump let's good times and then is there is that like a panda clown
0: no that's just a clown and that, it's rather terrifying looking that
1: is terrifying <laughs> i may have nightmares about that clown yeah okay
0: you know there there are like three interesting anecdotes about emoji that i learned first of all the bible is being published in emojis Nice. There's an account on Twitter Mm -hmm. that releases all these Bible verses. Okay. And emojis. All right. So, and people are loving it. Mm -hmm. And then um, celebrities are jumping on the emoji bandwagon. Yes. So Justin Bieber. Okay. Has his own set of emojis. Yeah. As does Steph Curry, right?
1: The baby-faced assassin?
0: No. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Is he a sports dude? He is. Okay, good. He has an emoji set. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And uh, Fetty Wap. He's a rapper. Okay. He has a set. Doesn't uh Kim Kardashian? Kim Kardashian has yeah. one? Yeah. But they work like Bitmoji. Okay. So you're installing it, you're installing another keyboard yeah. onto your texting. And then instead of being pictographs, because these are not Unicode approved, right. they come through as images. As images, I gotcha. Right.
1: Do you have any installed? No. If if I you don't. could pick anyone that you would choose? Who would you choose?
0: I was hoping Lady Gaga would come out with the set.
1: Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. So would it be somebody who's just like a huge fan of this person?
0: Yes. And what they were saying is that this allows celebrities to control their own narrative more. That
1: sounds like somebody <laughs> who calls themselves a digital media consultant trying to make a little extra money.
0: <laughs> pretty ridiculous. And then there's one other interesting thing that I dug into. Okay, very good. In this new release, you'll notice that there's a black heart emoji coming out. Oh, yeah. So it's a heart that's black. Yes. Which made me consider, wait, we have so many different colored hearts in our emoji pack. What do they all mean? Yes. They all have different meanings. Do you have those meanings? Can you share those with me? Well, I do. And I'll definitely put them in the show notes. But off the top of my head, blue is Duke, Duke University and autism awareness. Okay. Most frequently used. Sure. Yellow is always happy.
1: A yellow heart means I'm happy?
0: Yeah. That's like spring mm. and sunshine. Okay. And happiness. Purple is glamorous. Mm. Yeah.
1: So, like, if somebody, if I got like, an Instagram a gla- picture and they look glamorous, I could just say purple heart.
0: I You could. I don't know if it exactly translates that way. But if I was a fashionista and I took a picture of my fashion-y outfit, yeah. I'd, I'd put a purple heart next to it. I gotcha. Yeah. Green is St. Patrick's Day and healthy. It's like okay. healthy foods. So sure. It's a green heart. The pink heart with like the sparkle, that's one? That's desperate.
1: Really? A sparkly it, pink heart like I'm desperate?
0: Well, that's what it's become to mean because that is so often used with um follow me on instagram follow me on facebook and then pink sparkle sub uh, for sub
1: just wanting
0: yeah uh-huh. wanting some love right yeah it's
1: basically saying i'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking <laughs> him to love me right asking for subscribers that's a nodding hill reference oh sorry Have you seen that no hey, no? Mm-hmm. no it's pretty pretty risky for me to take a late 90s romantic comedy with hugh grant and julia roberts <laughs> oh, and just quote lovely. it with you yeah, it's a terrible, terrible film.
0: Oh, well, I'm going to have to see it now. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And then um, the hearts, you know, the three hearts where yes. it's like a heart within a heart within a heart. Yeah. That has come to be body positivity for curvy women. Oh, That's
1: interesting. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So if somebody <laughs> like had a picture on Instagram and somebody's comment was that, are right. they saying you're body positive curvy woman?
0: I think so. Mm. I think so. Yeah, this,
1: I got to tell you, in the in the intro to this episode, I talk about how I've come around to see emoji as kind of a new tool set in communication. But now that there's all these secret meanings, right? It's getting harder and harder for me to keep. And you know, I you know I miss social cues on the best of days. <laughs> so the fact that I have to now, well, okay. So what else do you have on these hearts? Because this is fascinating.
0: The envelope with the little heart on the side—it's like a heart envelope. Mm-hmm. That means I love. My in-app purchase.
1: No, it doesn't really. Yeah,
0: I bought something and I love it
1: specifically for an in-app purchase.
0: Yeah, it's Holy this cow. is most commonly how it's used on Instagram. Yeah, yeah.
1: So if I buy something within Instagram and I like it a lot, I can use the heart with an envelope. Right. I would think that would mean love letter.
0: Mm, not as much apparently. Apparently, we don't write love letters as much.
1: <laughs> and so we're 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 thinking probably this black heart is going to mean like you're cold-hearted.
0: No, I don't think so. Of course it is. I don't think so.
1: Like someone will be like, just (sighs) broke up with my boyfriend, see you later, and then someone will reply, that's cold. I don't know. Mm.
0: No, I feel like it could go a couple different ways.
1: Mm, But you don't know what it's going
0: to be. I don't know what it's going to be. I think we just decide that as a culture.
1: That's really interesting. Yeah. Is that a salad?
0: That is a salad.
1: That's good. I needed a salad emoji. <laughs>
0: it's what
1: I've been clamoring, clamoring for. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for yeah. bringing these to my attention. But that stuff about the hearts was totally fascinating it
0: to me. It was interesting. Yeah. So
1: uh, I know you're going to put it in the show notes. But yes, as I, as I said to Wiener in episode two, if you can make me a one-sheet or something. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to
1: carry around all these papers. <laughs> so when I get texts, so I go, we <laughs> can see what what's actually mean.
0: I know the pocket emojipedia. Yeah. There you go. Urban emojipedia.
1: I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say okay we'll see you again in the outro or if I'm like let's go to Brie Val for the outro. What yeah. do you think? Do, oh no, we're doing Danica the fast working intern next.
0: Nice. Okay. She is. Yeah,
1: so we will right. see you in the outro. All
0: right, thanks All right. Pete. Thanks for- something on the internet uh-huh. that makes me laugh.
1: So joining me now is Danica, the fast-working intern. Hi, Danica. How are you?
3: I'm excellent. How are you today, Pete?
1: I'm doing well. And this is your first time interning with us, right? Yes. And I mean, you just graduated.
3: Mm-hmm, in May.
1: In May from Ohio State, right? Mm-hmm. And what, what, what's your degree in?
3: Journalism.
1: In journalism. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for jobs in journalism. <laughs> well, you know, newspo- newspapers are a booming industry, <laughs> so I'm sure that's going to work out. So uh, you did that and in, in addition to this internship right you work at uh, Whole Foods.
3: Yes, yes right? I do.
1: Yeah, so you're not just fast working intern you're a hard working intern, right? So you work here and then you go sling salad is that what you do? You're, Correct. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly what I do.
1: Nice. Nice. Okay, very good. Um, and and you've listened to the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So you know how this segment's supposed to work. Yes. Okay. Before we get into it, how how's the internship going for you? Do you like what we give you to do here?
3: Oh, yeah, it's excellent.
1: Do you get bored at all?
3: Occasionally. Yeah, I think you might, right? But <laughs> see, the
1: thing is, you, you work very, very fast, right? So it becomes a job just to make sure we've got jobs for you.
3: I can try and work slower.
1: We haven't sent you for coffee or anything like that, have we?
3: No, not yet, but yeah. I'm horrible with coffee, so. No,
1: I know, but Gene Gina, has told me not to do that anymore. Mm. Apparently it's demeaning. Are you learning anything fun or cool here?
3: Yeah, I've. I've Got a lot more practice script writing, which is nice, and some practice doing design stuff. So that'll come in handy.
1: Okay, very good. All right. So uh, when you learn now, you know, last time we had an intern do something on the internet to make me laugh, it did not work out so well. Did you listen to that one?
3: Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. And okay. it terrified me.
1: OK. So what sort of preparation have you done in order to find whatever I'm going to look at?
3: Well, a lot of strategy went into this. I, I um, considered using my father for help, but he's eccentric, but not in a Pete Brown way. OK. So.
1: So <laughs> first of all, how is he eccentric?
3: <laughs> he's um, mm, he's very Mm, I'll just say he likes guns a lot. And oh, okay. The sense of humor is...
1: So literally an opposite of me type of yes, eccentricity. guns
3: and uh, mushroom hunting.
1: Okay, right. And those are two things I will never do in my life. Yes. So does he hunt the mushroom with the guns? I didn't know you had to shoot a mushroom.
3: No, no, no. that's that's more of a romantic hobby him and my mother do together. Yeah, nice. Stroll around the roads, collect morales.
1: Yeah, neat. And, do, and then they eat them? Yes. Wow old school and then so how would you describe my eccentricities
3: um well i i enlisted a little bit of help and from what i determined you like cat videos so that's Hmm. well good that's what i've got going well (laughs) all right uh, right.
1: so (laughs) so am i going to see a cat video
3: in a sense yes
1: okay very good so we have a cat at my house Mm -hmm. in our pantheon of animals so that's good i wouldn't say i was a fan of cat videos
3: animal humor you know I'm,
1: i like to laugh so anything can possibly make me laugh
3: well my other choice was um a golf video because i know i know people usually like those
1: what do you mean like a, a video of somebody Could, playing golf yeah, sort of like
3: failing at golf
1: i got you in like smashing mm-hmm. their club or something
3: more like falling backwards into like a big pool of water uh. and it was, it was pretty good, but um I don't think you're a big golfer, so
1: yeah you're right I hate that golf. way <laughs> when I was fourteen, I was a caddy, and it gave me a lifelong distaste for golf and wealth.
3: this means- is unfortunate.
1: my wife laments the latter, not the former, so I think the cat video is a good choice okay so let's let's pull it up let's see what happens okay so we're going to YouTube here and As always, we will put links in the show notes. So this is called Cat Dad Feeds His Kitties in Cat Mask Fail, original video. I love the title already and it's got about 1.7 million views. Okay, let's do this. Danica, the fast working intern, going to make me laugh with the cat video.
3: It's a personal favorite. I hope you enjoy. Time
1: to feed my babies. So a man is in a cat mask. And he is above a baby crib, which is full of cats. (laughs) Oh, man, that was good. Oh, my God, that was fantastic. Holy cow. Okay, so first of all, this video is super short, which is, I think, key. So this man has on a crazy cat mask, and he goes, time to feed my babies. He's in a nursery. There's a baby crib. There's like six cats in there. And as soon as he sticks his head down there, they just bolt. They, they are gone. Let's watch it again. Time to feed my babies. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor cats. They're just like, we're hanging out in this crib. suddenly, <laughs> like a giant cat god head comes down, and they're like, we're out of here. Man, that was good. Wow, I'm having the best day, Dan. <laughs> I am, first of all, I ran out of gas on the way into the gas station and rolled up to the pumps on pure momentum. Then, do you know how much it cost to fill out my minivan?
3: How much did it cost?
1: 51.50, which is my favorite Van Halen album. Mm -hmm. Okay.
3: Significant. Do you know who
1: Van Halen is?
3: They're a band.
1: Do you listen to them at all?
3: Mm, Not really.
1: All right. Well, next time you finish all your actual work super fast, I'm going to be like, okay, go listen to 51.50. So that happened. Big meeting got canceled. Like a two and a half hour meeting. That, as you know, I hate all meetings. But getting that off my agenda was huge. And then this was fantastic. I was worried, you know, when you said I have a cat video, just because it's such a it's a it's such an a, a played out genre of funny internet videos, mm-hmm. right? So even even in our keynotes, we have like we have a cat video of this cat that keeps falling asleep. It's pretty cute, right? And mm-hmm. we always say your goal when you're speaking is to keep the cat awake, but. uh that was really a good find.
3: Good. I made uh, Jessica and uh, Matt watch it yesterday to make sure and compare it to the golf video. And...
1: That's a good call, I think. Okay, Danica, the, the fast-working intern, anything else you want to share with us before we go?
3: Mm, nope. Nope. I think that's it.
1: Okay. Well, hey, I, great job on finding this video, and uh, I hope your internship continues to go well here and that the right work finds you. And if I'm out on the road and I see a man with guns picking up mushrooms, I will stop and say, are you Danica's dad? Okay. How was this experience being on the podcast?
3: Pretty good. I've always wanted to try doing a podcast. I never got the chance while I was working at the Lantern. So.
1: Well, great work on the video. We'll put a link in the show notes. Danica, the fast-working intern. Appreciate you coming on. You're supposed to say, say thanks, Pete.
3: Thanks, Pete. <laughs> All right. Good
2: times. <laughs> Pete, this is not a drill.
0: This episode of the Mindset Digital podcast was produced by Pete Brown, Jessica James, and me, Breavel Schultz, and featured Matt Wiener, Mike Taylor, and Danica Stahl. If you like the show, please let us know by leaving a review on iTunes or reach out directly at podcast at mindsetdigital.com.
1: But so here's the thing. I know that we always ask people to leave reviews on iTunes and nobody does. And uh, but and, and it's supposed to be super helpful, but I've never actually left a review for any other podcast. So the reason I'm interrupting you, which I understand is unprofessional, is that uh, after we're done, I'm going to go leave a review for one of my favorite podcasts.
0: So you're going to be that guy.
1: Yeah. So I figure like karmically, if I go and leave a review for a podcast, then maybe the people who are listening will leave a review for us. Right. Do I know what my favorite podcast is? See? No, it's this one this one (laughs) (laughs) i'll leave a review that's like great writing in the uptimes
0: some music in today's episode came from the website audionautics.com and is licensed under creative commons 3.0 brian Hake and kevin davison created our interstitials audio mastering was done by jeff gellert of allegro media design we'll be back in a few weeks with our next episode on behalf of everyone at mindset digital i'm bria schultz good times everyone good Good times. times
1: And and yeah. I suppose like if I'm a huge Shia LaBeouf fan, yeah, and I make like an outlaw sort of his emoji and put it out there, uh-huh. right? And then I'm an you know. Somebody else will be like, "Well, I want the official Shia LaBeouf emoji, not the Shia LaBeouf." <laughs> LaBeouf. Now I I don't even know the right way. Now I'm just saying it in my head. Just I can't even talk to you. I just keep Shia LaBeouf, Shia Shia. What is it again?
0: Shia LaBeouf. Are you sure? Ninety-eight percent sure.
1: I have like terrible mom brain. <laughs> it's okay. In the last episode, I called <laughs> Matt Damon, Matt Dillon.
0: I laughed so hard. And
1: I was trying to think of Ben Affleck. <laughs>